Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Converter do. This is ASC Auto Professional Pam Oaks letting you know that there are thousands of components on today's cars and trucks, but there's one that helps keep the air we breathe cleaner. It's called the catalytic converter. The part is located midway the length of the vehicle, attached to exhaust pipes. Developed in the 1950s, the catalytic converter wasn't installed on cars and trucks until 1975. Through the years, the EPA standards have raised the bar, and converters have morphed to meet more stringent air quality standards. Basically, it works like this. Noxious polluting gases leave the engine and circulate throughout the catalytic converter's honeycomb design heated elements to change the chemical composition, making the fumes more environmentally friendly. Another consumer tip, converters have a special federal emission warranty consisting of 8 years or 80,000 miles, whichever comes first. Want to know more about your vehicle? Visit me at carecarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Ron Uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it, you know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy, hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. 
Piggy Gagwar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast to coast and border to border. On JiggyJaguar.com, 50 plus stations throughout the network, AMFM and 247.com as well. It's four minutes after the hour in this broadcast, or in this hour, we will talk to Larry Pratt from Gun Owners of America. He'll be in our next segment. We will chat with Scott Smith today. And we'll play that interview from the Radio Dan Show. It finally got posted online. He doesn't turn things around as quick as I do. So we will uh, we will play that. We're also going to trash another radio talk show host while we're at it. I don't know why, but we're going to. Uh, <laughs> it says the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. And uh, quite an interesting day so far. Um... Quite an interesting day. Uh, we are getting all sorts of different things happening. We are talking to all sorts of different people. We are uh, making some stuff happen, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. I frankly don't know why they're saying it. But they're saying it. They are indeed saying it. And this Sunday... <laughs> oh, this Sunday will be so much fun. Uh, we've got Mr. Mike Game in studio. He will be with us. Um, we're also going to be chatting with a few other folks. So uh, it will be fun, fun, fun Tell Daddy took the T-Bird away. And uh, Mike. God, look at all this crap. I'm getting all sorts of crap here. Oh, this is funny. The latest edition of Talkers Magazine. The headline is, iHeartMedia previews new podcast initiative at first ever Soundfront in New York City. Too late, boys. <laughs> Too late. Yesterday, iHeartMedia presented the Soundfront event in New York. To preview its new original audio programs, the company says this new content will allow marketers to cap collaborate with a host of celebrities and talent through customized and creative storytelling. Speaking about the company's need to explore the audio on-demand marketplace, iHeartMedia's CMO EVP Gail Troberman who says, in the age of visual distraction and short attention spans, audio has the ability to break through and get better. Get heard better than any other advertising. Of course, they're not in it to do programming. No, they're not in it for programming. They're not in it to to expand different things. No, no, no. They are in it to make money. You know why? Because they are into so much debt. They're in debt up to their eyeballs. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else happened. Oh yes, um, yesterday, yesterday night I was working on some paperwork and and dealing with some schedules and things of that nature. And I decided I would pay attention. Uh, there is a guy out of Chicago by the name of Johnny B. Um, Johnny B is also, um, let's see if I can find, uh, Bredmeyer? Brandmeyer. Jonathan Brandmeyer. He is out of Chicago. He is, he's a big star. Um, <laughs> and so... I was listening. I decided I would go listen to the Jonathan Brandmeier show. I would go listen to his show. Wow. What a bunch of crap that is. <laughs> wow. What a bunch of crap that is. 
Holy sh... He thinks he is a star. And he is old, old, old. I, I just don't know. I, I, I just, I really don't know. But, uh, I was listening to this, and I'm like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this piece of crap? He was ta he he was playing sound bites then he was talking over the news. What? I I I, I don't know what the fuck I was listening to. Cumulus gives this guy a check? Okay. He's got 51,000 likes on Facebook. I guess he can't it can't be all that bad. We're going to talk to Larry Pratt here in a few moments. We've got more coming up here. On our own things. Chicken check while you show back here in a few moments. Grab your copy of this contemporary romantic trilogy called Wanton by top indie author Truth Devour. Her new book was the 2015 LA Book Festival Romance Category winner and promises to get your heart pumping from beginning to end. It's the first book in the trilogy and it's no ordinary love story. It's an unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. That's Wanton by Truth Devour. Available right now at truthdevour.com. If it feels so good loving the wrong person. Imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Get your copy today at truthdevour.com. With graceful, effortless writing, author Truth Devour's Enigma series brings to life the contemporary romantic trilogy, Wanton, Unrequited, and Sated. There are no limits when it comes to a person's search for true love. This story feels more than real and stays with you long after the last page has been read. Wanton, the 2015 winner of the LA Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Do your imagination a favor. Wanton, unrequited, and sated by Truth Devour. TruthDevour.com. Let's tell you about one of our great new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Shannon Webster was a Nintendo World Championships finalist. She wrote an ebook telling how she got into the video game industry and ultimately her experiences with the NWC. Her book is called Game On, How I Became a Nintendo World Championships Finalist. She was the Denver City Champion. The link is available on Kindle. Check out Amazon.com and tell them you heard about it here <laughs> on Transmedia Worldwide. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the LA Book Festival romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. 
If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business or growing your current one, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success of entrepreneurs like Ryan Carroll, president of Lake City Plating, who quit college at 19 to save his family's struggling business. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. What is the best warranty for my ride? This is ASC Auto Professional Pam Oaks telling you that your vehicle has multiple warranties when you purchase it, like the factory and federal emission warranty. But there are aftermarket warranties that are there to pick up the slack after these have expired. There are dozens of them looking for your business, too. There are aftermarket policies that are offered at the dealership, online, and those little postcards that you get through the U.S. mail. So where do you turn? Do your homework. Ask questions. A lot of them. I have a customer who wanted to add an aftermarket policy after their factory warranty expired. He looked at several with positive ratings, personally reviewed the policy exceptions, and asked his ASC Auto Tech, me, which one had the best coverage for his vehicle. By taking a little time to research, he got the best bargain for his buck. Want to know more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Well, Hillary Clinton is not a fan of guns. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking, I know. But uh, we've got a guy who is uh, a big, big proponent of the Second Amendment and uh, one of our good friends. Let's go to the telephone. Mr. Larry Pratt is on the line. And uh, Larry, first of all, in this first segment, I want to talk about uh, good old Hillary. Um, then in the second segment, we're going to talk about the, 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 the breaking news that took place uh, a few hours ago. Uh, out out there in uh, the the lovely lovely capital of Washington D.C. Uh, first of all, Larry, welcome to the program. Tell me a little bit about what we've got going on here with uh, with Mrs. Clinton. She's not a fan of guns. Uh, she has supported licensing and registration, and says resistance to gun control, quote unquote, terrorizes the nation. Well, when you say good old Hillary, <laughs> let's just emphasize. The second word of that expression. Um, she is yesterday's news. Uh, I'm not sure I'm. Uh, I've got uh, Mr. Rubio as my first choice, but I think he was spot on when he said she is so yesterday. What she believes in is so yesterday. <laughs> I just I I don't understand Larry why and and see that that this is the thing we were talking earlier this week on our on our program with like uh, with best-selling author Dan Perkins we were talking about the field for the Republicans and the field for the Republicans is new people <laughs> there are new people running and and a pretty impressive bunch of new yes people. not just a bunch of hacks. Uh, not a former governor of Maryland or some <laughs> war dealer here or there, but people that have actually done something. Yes, like yes. Walker, people have demonstrated a lot of courage, like Senator Cruz. Um, it's an impressive field. Are the Democrats out of ideas, or, or, or are they like, we've already decided, it's Hillary. Well, uh, that's I can just it. rephrase your intro <laughs> on uh, Hillary. Good old Democrats. <laughs> I just don't understand why they uh, why they continue to do what they do. We've got Larry Pratt with us today, executive director of Gun Owners of America, and uh, one of our good friends on the program here. If Hillary Clinton ever gets around to telling these voters her positions on controversial issues, it is not clear what she will say about gun control. What do you think she's going to say about gun control, Larry? She'll say, at this point, what difference does it make? <laughs> there you go. 
I just don't understand, you know, th- this whole thing with Hillary has been a disaster since she announced. She got on social media, which I don't think she actually got on social media. I think she had somebody else do it for her. Then she goes out on this, like, tour in this, in this, in this van, and she tries to order food, and it did this whole thing is such a circus. And the thing I don't understand about the Democrats, and and even the Republicans to a certain extent, is if they would just let... Hey, Larry, can you hear me, my friend? Can you hear me? Yeah, you went off for a second. Um, the, 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 the issue that I don't understand is why can't they be real with people? Get rid of all these handlers. Get rid of all these people. And just be real with people. Do you realize what would happen? <laughs> the party would be... In well, a further disaster mode than it is now. That too. Look, these people are Marxist Leninists. Oh, we better no believe it. Moderate, even Hubert Humphrey liberal types left in this party. It's the USA Communist Party uh, without all of the uh, frightening verbiage. It's called the Democrat mm. Party, but they've abandoned. Uh, even the moderate socialism of FDR, these people are full communist. I just, Larry, the the the, the big thing that uh, we we need to we need to get across here is this uh, situation with Hillary, and the fact in in this segment we're talking about uh, Hillary Clinton and her lovely. Uh, she's she's not a fan of guns. She is not a fan of the Second Amendment. Um, she is, she's trying to recapture some of this old New Hampshire magic. She's just not making it happen. And, and people like Roseanne Barr, like Hillary's the same old crap. Well, statists typically don't like folks like us with guns. No. It makes them nervous because after all, if you're going to be imposing a tyranny on the American people, which is what the Democrats are all about. Oh, yeah. Well, then you can't have uh, all those uh, common people just walking around with guns. How can you rule like that? Exactly. If, if you can't, if and this has always been, if you look at every single culture that has ever been, Larry, we all know you got to get the guns first before you can do anything else. Well, uh, she's certainly uh, all in for that, and the more they talk about guns, the more it hurts them. There was a report, mm. I think it was, um, it might have been just the beginning of this week, certainly end of last week, that a number of Democrat uh, leadership types here in the district of criminals went to the president and said, please, for the sake of the party, shut up already about guns. <laughs> When are they going to realize? When are they going to realize, Larry, that uh, there's there's a lot of registered gun owners, and heck, a lot of unregistered gun owners that vote. Right, and uh, a lot of them don't have guns only for self protection. Yeah, but I think increasingly there's a conscious um, consciousness among gun owners, many, that I have a gun for whatever other reason, maybe. T- Daddy and I have been hunters, but uh, maybe it's for self-protection. But it's also to protect me against the government. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> and that, I think, is just the most alarming thing to the, to the Democrats, to the left. But then I repeat myself. The, when I made a statement similar to what we're talking about, it was picked up in the New York Times and then uh, ventilated over in uh, Rolling Stone. The, the idea that we would have guns in order to head the government off if it's going off in a direction toward tyranny, that was just viewed as the most irresponsible kind of thing to say, uh, most alarmist sort of thing to say. And, of course, the more they chattered in that fashion, the more I thought, geez, do they have something in mind already? <laughs> See this, and and this this is also something else that that we need to cover, Larry. That there's a lot of uh, police departments, and there's a lot of people around the country that are they're arming up, and it's like they're scared to death of something. And I I think it's because at some point they think 
pretty much everybody that's got a gun is going to get sick and tired of all the shenanigans, and we're going to have some problems, and they want to be prepared. You know, if they're really concerned about a Ferguson-type situation, I would suggest that rather than bulking up with MRAPs and all that kind of military hardware, that they say, hey, uh, we need the cooperation of the armed people. We need these, yep. the active support of the militia. Uh, those interested in helping uh, the so-and-so police department or the sheriff's department even better, uh, please uh, call this number for details on training and orientation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they would get a tremendous response. The American people would like to be partners with their government, assuming their government doesn't suspect them and somehow demonstrate that, as you were pointing to, an armed people makes them nervous. Why should an armed people make them nervous? It doesn't make our neighbors nervous, uh, at least most of them. Uh, (laughs) Most people are pretty well settled about unarmed people here in America pro-Second Amendment legislation at the state level and uh, many times at the county level under constitutional sheriffs has been advancing rather nicely. Uh, The place where we seem to find the most alarm is in Washington and in the media. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's just the way things are. We've got uh, Larry Pratt with us today. We're going to take a brief timeout, about two minutes. When we come back, we're going to chat with Larry about Loretta Lynch confirmed as the Attorney General. This would be uh, this should be very entertaining. <laughs> we're going to take a break and come back here on the Big Broadcast. Tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners right now. It's a fantastic Kickstarter program. Kickstarter.com. Search Tower Unite. Tower Unite is an all-in-one community-based social game with online multiplayer games, entertainment, and activities. Every aspect of Tower Unite allows for online multiplayer interaction. It is a constantly evolving online game universe driven by the community. Play games online with your friends or make new friends from across the globe. There are zero microtransactions and no subscriptions or season passes. Check out Kickstarter.com, search Tower Unite, and tell them you heard about it here. All Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners right now. The Evolve IT Solutions team is creating the most efficient and accurate way for small and medium businesses to focus on their company. And we are the perfect company and the team to do it. Simply put, we are with focused on customer service. With 12 years of experience, we have lived up the problems that end users are facing, and we founded this company to build the solution. Check out Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search Funding a Startup. Oh, yeah. Tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Coming back with more here on the program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Well, Loretta Lynch is confirmed as the Attorney General. This is probably not going to get fun over the next couple weeks. 28 minutes after the hour, we've got our good friend Larry Pratt on the telephone. He, of course, is the executive director of Gun Owners of America, gunowners.org. And uh, Larry, this long process of confirming Miss Lynch, give me your thoughts on this from a, uh, from a, from a, a gun owner perspective and gun rights perspective. Well, Mrs. Lynch is stereotypical hard-left liberal and that means that she's for any kind of gun control that you can imagine Uh, that's one of the reasons she was chosen to be the successor to Eric Holder because she's viewed as someone who will faithfully continue the policies of Eric Holder 
And as we know, Eric Holder's biggest disappointment as Attorney General, according to his own words, yeah. were not ramming through gun control, either legislatively or administratively, that the president has been foiled. He felt compelled to withdraw a what I imagine they viewed as a relatively modest effort to hammer gun stores with Operation Choke Point to jack up interest rates on loans for gun stores, and that didn't work. They, by and large, have stopped that, although there's still uh, reports that here and there they're still up to it where they think they can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, so this administration has been pretty relentless. Uh, the, the one thing I can take away from it is I wish we had Republicans that were as willing to double down on what they said was their agenda as the Democrats are on their agenda. Well, <laughs> I wish I wish the Republicans had had a little bit more spine than they than they uh, than they no, seem no, you're, to. You're just repeating what I said. Yeah, Absolutely. I just don't they, get they, this, they Larry. Spinelessness today when they went along and approved a, an attorney general nominee, uh, Loretta Lynch, who is hard left, who opposes everything those Republicans say they believe in, and some of them actually vote uh, when a, it's just a vote on a, a particular legislative matter. They'll vote 180 degrees opposed to what Mrs. Lynch is all about, and yet they voted for her today. And the, usually the most brainless excuse that you'll hear, and it's often repeated as the reason, is, well, yeah. the president's entitled to his uh, choice of fill-in-the-blank attorney general, whatever. <laughs> and, oh, well, then let's do away, let's amend the Constitution and do away with the confirmation and nomination process. Let's just have the president appoint people and be done with all the rest of this democratic uh, uh, quicksand that yep. slows things down yep. so badly. Well, the one thing, Larry, that, uh, that that happened here is the vote total for Lynch was the lowest for any attorney general uh, since uh, Mikowski won confirmation with 53 votes in 2007. Um, for Lynch, the issue that tore into her support with Republicans was immigration, her refusal to denounce President Obama's executive actions limiting deportations for millions of people living illegally in the country. She was questioned on issue of her confirmation hearing in January. She said that she believed Obama's actions were reasonable and lawful. Um, Democrats, uh, they've, they've criticized Republicans for using the issue against her, but Republicans, of course, are unapologetic. However, this 56 to 43 vote uh, is, is kind of shocking because I know that the all 56 of those people that voted were not all Democrats. Oh, no, of course not. Uh, the balance, uh, the margin, came from, I believe, 15 Republicans who absolutely made all the difference. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Lynch would be DOA had it not been for these uh, lying Republicans because they all 15 said they were going to vote against her, and they did. Oh, yeah. When it didn't count. When it didn't count. And they think we are so stupid that we can't figure out how she was able to get before them on an up or down 50-50 vote because the Republicans had already allowed another 50-50 vote that should have been a 60-40 vote on a filibuster. But instead, uh, they continued the Harry Reid lawless rule of yeah. 50 votes being all that's needed for a nominee, and off we go. These guys are absolutely enough to make one throw up. They are disgusting, and Mitch McConnell is a sorry waste of human cells. We've got Larry Pratt with us today, Executive Director of Gun Owners of America, gunowners.org. Larry, you got to be, uh, you, you got to not be so shy about your opinions, my friend. I know, I'm working on trying to be more direct. That's right. Um, it, it, it is just stunning how these Republicans, so many of them, lie through their teeth. And then when they get somebody like a Ted Cruz, who holds them accountable and tries to force a vote to show how hypocritical they are, 
they go nuts. How dare you expose our hypocrisy? Uh, you must be a wacko bird to use the expression of John McCain. Well, and something and, else, Larry, that that you 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 point out there, and and we've pointed out on on this program many times. I remember when there was a whole bunch of them that were running during the midterm elections about, well, when I get in office, I'm repealing Obamacare. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And then they get in there right. and they're like, well, we don't know if we can do that. Yeah, I'm like, what are you running on it for? Exactly. And Senator Cruz had a vote set up to enable the Republicans to do what they said they were going to do. And they accused him of being a wacko bird on that one. Uh, These guys are shameless. They are such enormous liars. There'll be 15 liars that will be in the newsletter for Gun Owners of America, and you'll be able to find it uh, in due time at gunowners.org. We're going after these guys. We would hope that they will attract uh, solid, effective opponents in the next coming primaries. They need to be taken out politically. They need to be voted down. They need to be sent away in political humiliation. We've got Larry Pratt with us today, 35 minutes after the hour, and uh, I know that you've got you've to get going, Larry, but I appreciate you staying with us a little extra, talking about this Loretta Lynch situation, and uh, we'll catch up with you next couple weeks, my friend. We'll probably have plenty to talk about at the rate these guys are going. That That's what worries me. <laughs> that was what worries the crap out of me, Larry. But, uh, By the way, if folks go to gunowners.org, please yes. do sign up for our alerts. They're free, and they make you part of our lobbying team with a couple of clicks of your mouse. Awesome stuff. Gunowners.org. Thank you, Larry, and uh, have yourself a good weekend, sir you all too thanks so much appreciate it man larry pratt with us today we're gonna take a quick time out and come back with more Your eyes met mine, but I'm not changing lanes. If I 
we go. Okay, we got it. Okay, I got it. Do humans have back pain because we once walked on all fours like apes? This is the Creation Moments Minute. Even high school textbooks repeat the myth that when man evolved from apes, the new stresses on the spine caused it to curve forward, leading to back aches. The Bible tells us we did not evolve. We were created by an intelligent creator who certainly knew how to make a backbone for human beings. Upright posture isn't our problem. Therapists are reporting good long-term results using a therapy that assumes the human spine is supposed to have a forward curve. They recommend exercises that correct the forward curvature of the spine. Faulty assumptions that evolution is true do not provide better medicine. However, medicine is improved when it uses the accurate knowledge that we have been specifically created by God. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar. Are you a buyer that needs to purchase commodities for your business? BM Exporting can be reached by going to www.bmexporting.com. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, Notary for Rotary. Notary, on your cell phone! You may notarize any document legally and worldwide from your cell phone. Willis, powers of attorney, deeds, contracts, divorce, marriages, business contracts, automobile ownership transfer, virtual mailboxes, etc. Get the cell phone app, notaryforrotary.com. That's notaryforrotary.com or 1-866-952-4266. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. 247-365. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program continues. Okay, back here on the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, we are going to attempt to do a Skype call. Uh, I I hate Skype. I hate it more than anything in this world. But we are going to attempt to resume our Skype call here. Uh, we are going to see if we can pull up our guest on the Skype. As I've said many times before... I absolutely, absolutely detest Skype. However, <laughs> for the purposes of our television and radio partners today, I will boil through it. <laughs> we've got a great guest on the line, and uh, we're we 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 got him up there on Starcom TV. And uh, David, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Very good. Thanks for having me on. Now, uh, tell us a little bit on your background, my friend, and then we'll get into the topic here. Okay, I'm a locksmith originally from New York City. I moved to South Florida in the mid-80s, and when I came down here, I was surprised to find out that there's no licensing regulation of any kind here in South Florida, so anybody can be a locksmith, which makes the business very competitive. Anybody and can be a locksmith. That is freaking crazy, because I would think... You know, we, we just had Larry Pratt from Gun Owners of America on the telephone with us, and you've got to register, you've got to register guns to be able to have them in your home. You've got to register uh, if you want to teach firearms. You've got to do that. I'm just amazed that you don't have to be a locksmith, or to be a locksmith, 
You don't have to get any type of certifications. That's that's insane. Not they tried it a few times and it didn't go through. Now, um, uh, tell tell us a little bit on your background here and uh, how how you relate to the topic. Well, what happened was um, after the yellow pages went bad, we started advertising on Google. Nothing seemed to help. So what we did is we put up, like many other companies do, a bunch of websites. And some of the websites that we put up had similar names to other companies that have been in business for quite a while. But before we did that, we checked with the state of Florida, made sure it was legal. We registered everything legally. And we did that for about almost seven years without any problems. And then in uh, February of 2013, we got a telephone call to come to the West Palm Beach area. And we got up there, and the guy asked us to rekey the lock. And after we finished rekeying the lock, we gave him the keys. They paid us for the job. And then they knocked him to the ground and arrested him for burglary of an occupied dwelling, grand theft, and impersonation. Wow! Holy smokes! This... Wow! So... Wow, I don't even know where to begin on this. So, so what was what was the uh, what was your reaction to all this? Well, you have to remember the this one company that we did it to in the town of Palm Beach just happens to do the work for all of the town of Palm Beach, including the police department. Wow, I am I am absolutely blown away by this. What what, what was some of the different things that? Uh, that you guys had to incur and 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 to take take me through the whole process here. I'm just gonna sit back and let let you do the talking and tell us all about this, man. Okay. After that happened, about two days later, the same detective called up one of our other technicians who had also done work in that area and said he'd like him to come in for an interview. And I told him you do the interviews over the phone. After what just happened to the other technician, I didn't think it was wise for him to go up there. But he figured, let me go up there and cooperate with him. He swore to him there was nothing to worry about. And when he got done with the interview, the same thing happened to him. They arrested him and charged him with burglary of an occupied dwelling, grand theft, and impersonation. And that's how, why I wrote this book, to teach people what goes on in the uh, system and uh, we weren't finished yet because after all I was one of the people that erected the websites legally and three or four months went by and I had retained an attorney to be on the safe side and in August of 2013 my attorney called me and said I have bad news for you there's a bench warrant for your arrest I said what's the charges they didn't know. So I called up a good friend of mine in the bail bonds department because with the electronic age we have today, they can find anything out. And he said, the charges that you're going to be facing are money laundering, organized scheme to defraud, and impersonate. Wow. And that's how this whole thing uh, unraveled. This is, this is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about the book. The book is fantastic. Uh, what? When did you decide you needed to put this into book form? Well, what happens is there's so many cases of this going on, people being arrested, wrongly convicted, wrongly charged. I wanted to get my story out there, but I wanted to educate people that have minor brushes with the law, what you can go through, why people plead guilty to crimes they didn't commit just because they don't have the money and they're afraid. And I teach people how you can actually get out of jail without seeing a judge unless it's a violent felony. And also how to get your reputation back if you did make a mistake in life and you want to get a professional license and you have one of these criminal convictions on your record. There are ways in most states to have it sealed or expunged. Now, uh, this, th this is a very, very, very interesting book. What's the name of the book and where can we find it? Is it available on Amazon? It's called Wrongly Charged, A Look at the Legal System. It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Books a Million. And 10% of the profits of the book are being donated to a fund to help other people that are wrongly charged or wrongly convicted. 
Now, this this book is fantastically well written. Tell me a little bit about the writing process for the book. What what was that like for you? Research, all those different things. Well, a lot of it was from personal experience and tragedies that I helped other people when I was younger that got arrested and uh, traffic uh, crimes that they got arrested for that they didn't commit. You know, when you get pulled over, sometimes you can have a similar name to somebody else and it could be a warrant for your arrest. And I had a good friend of mine. He didn't know what to do. He got arrested. He didn't know how to get out. He never was in trouble with the law. So I wanted to teach people, you know, what to do, why you should always have a bail bondsman's card. That should be your first call because you only get that one phone call. You know, there's a lot of things you need to know if that ever happens to you. Now, uh, this this is a a well-written book. It's a well-researched book. What do you want readers to take away from your writing? I want them to realize that a lot of people plead guilty to crimes they didn't commit. And the reason they do that is because of fear and money. Because after all, if you don't take the plea and you go to trial, you're going to have to pay extra money for the trial. And the thing that people don't know, in a criminal case, win or lose, you don't recover any of your costs. So in my case, for example, the costs were eighty dollars to $100,000. And even if the charges are dismissed, unlike in a civil case where you can ask for reasonable attorney's fees, the state can prosecute you because they have an endless amount of money, but they don't have to reimburse you if they dismiss the charges or anything like that, and a lot of people don't realize that. We've got a fantastic, fantastic guest with us today on the line, coast to coast to border to border on Starcom TV. Also, uh, 50-plus stations across the U.S. and Canada today on the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. And uh, we are talking with a great, great author today here on the telephone. Uh, I am blown away by this story, and I'll have to say that uh, you have written here a fantastic, fantastic book. Um, How is the the book relevant in today's society? There isn't a day that I turn on the news that someone isn't arrested, released from jail for a crime they didn't commit. They spent 20 years in jail. And a lot of people are unaware of this. They didn't, it just started coming to light in the last six months. It's been quiet for a long, long time. Now people are starting to realize what goes on out there and how people can actually go bankrupt. You can have to mortgage your house to bail yourself out of jail, face the criminal charges, and then they dismiss them and you can't get the money back. Now you've got a mortgage on your house that you can't pay and sometimes you might even lose your home. We've got a great guest with us today joining us live. Um, what, what's the overall theme of the book? I really wrote it to help other people, to teach them how the process works, you know, how you can get the conviction erased from your record in some states, and the states that don't erase them, they do offer a way to get your civil rights restored so that if you apply for that real estate license, or the stockbroker's license you need so that you can earn a living, you can get the license. You can have a second chance. Well, I'll have to say that uh, this, this, like I said, this is well-researched. It's well-thought-out. Uh, you, you, you put a lot into this book. Who do you envision to be the potential readers for this great book? Oh, anybody that's had any minor brush with the law, and there's a lot of people out there, uh, the minorities are the ones that are targeted most of the time in wrongly charged and wrongly convicted cases, and they've been, we've been selling a lot of books to them. We've got a fantastic, fantastic guest with us today joining us on Skype uh, for Starcom TV. Um, what's been some of the best reviews on the book so far? I haven't had one bad review so far. <laughs> well, hey, that's, that's good. That's good, my friend. That's good. Well, most people, it was well-written. There's nothing bad in the book. My story is a true story. I didn't exaggerate in any way exactly what happened from start to finish. But I also gave other people an idea of even if you lose in a trial, you can appeal the case. How I actually did appeal a case from a long time ago when I was a young guy and I got arrested in New York City. And I appealed the case in Florida and I beat the state in the landmark decision. So you're not supposed to give up just because you lose one time. Okay, take me through that because there's 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 a lot of folks out there that 
they don't understand this process. They don't understand an appeals process. They think that if they lose in, in a court case or what have you, it's like a one-and-done type thing. No, depending on the state you live in, you can file an appeal. The problem is it costs money to do, and a lot of people don't have the money to do it. And uh, a lot of times, if you research the law, I did it on my own, I was able to find that the law was written in my favor, and they were making a mistake, and it took about a year, and I won that landmark decision. It was an amazing thing to actually beat the state. Now, uh, beating, beating the state... Um, what, what, what kind of, what, what kind of, I guess, experiences did you go through, um, uh, with, with the attorney and, and putting things together and, uh, and, and getting this whole thing, uh, presented out there? Well, nobody wanted to take the case because it was a, uh, Florida concealed weapons license and I had applied for it and I had a brush with the law over 30 years ago and I had my civil rights restored in New York. And when I applied for the license in Florida, you know, you're not allowed to be a convicted felon and have a, a license. But if you have your civil rights restored, you are allowed. And that's what happened. And they actually issued the license. And then six months after I had the license, they revoked it because they said my civil rights were restored, but they weren't restored in Florida. And the Florida can, there's no way they can restore civil rights that were never taken away. They were taken away by New York. And I fought them and back and forth, and finally I filed an appeal and uh, followed the letter of the law, and in a unanimous decision in 1989, the three judges sided with me, and it made Westlaw. Wow. Wow. So, so you not only had to deal with the court system in Florida, but you also had to deal with the court system in New York? Is that what I'm getting from this? Yeah, I was a bad boy when I was younger. I did something. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> We've got a great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. Um, this this book is is just an example of your experiences of basically going to hell and back. That this. Uh, absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, what's next for you as an author, and how can fans reach out to you? Um, I have a toll-free number, 844-WRONGLY. The website is wronglycharged, www.wronglycharged.com. And for many cell phones, star, star, wrongly. Awesome stuff. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being with us today, man, because you are, you are basically out there educating the folks Showing them that uh, they don't have that, that they don't have to be alone in this situation, and and uh, thanks for writing this book, brother. That this is a hell of a deal. Thanks for having me on. Definitely. Well, uh, we we will uh, talk to you soon. Keep in touch with me on follow ups because I'd love to have you back if uh, if you write another book or if you put something in the pipeline. I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for being with us. Thanks. All right, brother. Have a good one. We've got more coming up here on our famous Cheeky Jack While You Show. Before we do that, we're going to tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. This is a fantastic, fantastic book. It's called The Refugee Sentinel. The author is Harrison Hayes. It's available online. Amazing. Amazing stuff here. This this book is truly one of those great great reads that uh, that you find every once in a while out there in the world. And it's 2052, and our world is dying. The population has reached 34 billion. The polar caps have melted, and Earth has become a single country planet. The survival seems to be guaranteed by a draconian new law requiring the expendables to choose someone to die or choose to die in someone else's steed. Only the high potentials. Those whose conditions are deemed essential to human guide are exempt. Yana Perkins is eight and lives with her mother, Sarah. But what if Yana were earmarked for death? And what if Sarah were not allowed to take her daughter's place? And what if the one who could replace Yana is being marked by someone else? This gorgeous new dystopian thriller is called The Refugee Sentinel. It's available. Oh, yeah, it's available on Kindle. 
via download on Amazon.com. The author's name is Harrison Hayes. The book is once again called The Refugee Sentinel. Go download it, guys. We've got more coming up here on a world famous Streaky Jaguar show. Hi, are your student loans in default? Are you barely making required monthly payments? Are your wages being garnished or your tax return fund seized each year? Who do you turn to? At no cost to you, find out how you can pre-qualify for government programs that can help. Our knowledgeable reps will guide you through the process at toll-free 1-844-REP-SAVE for student loan relief. It's free to qualify, but it may cost you thousands if you don't call right now at 1-844-REP-SAVE. That's 1-844-737-7283 today. Do you need to file a tax extension? We can help for free. Simply request a tax extension permission form at extension request at taxpro1000.com. After filling it out, a 